Welcome to the second installment of Nine Minutes of Nonsense on the Marshall Pruitt Podcast, brought to you by Cooper Tires and the Justice Brothers. And we're not letting our brother Derek Daly go. We just spoke about Sebring 1990. We can't leave Sebring though, Derek, because the following year, well, you had a one-two finish where you finished one-two in 1990. What happened in 1991? 91. We moved over to the NPT 90, which was the last car that I raced. I never really liked it as much as the Lola-based car. It was faster, but it just it didn't sound right, didn't feel right, even though it was fast. But Sebring is Sebring. The amazing thing about Sebring, 80,000 people would go there every every year to watch what goes on. I mean, it's amazing that it grew to have such prominence in the sports car world. And so you have this amazing event. It's become just this cultural phenomenon, not just sports car racing, just motor racing, knowing that, of course, we go there to celebrate the sport. We celebrate endurance racing. There's also a lot of folks who might not remember anything that took place because they're so heavily imbibed in Green Park. That's part of the fun as well. This race, though, this one a bit ragged. This is one that I recall where it was immense pushing and one where you had a pretty stellar lineup to work with, whereas you won the race overall with Jeff Brabham. You had two times the Brabham fun this time around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, the team, I think, realized that myself and Jeff were getting a bit old, so they thought they needed to add a third driver. So Gary Brabham, Jeff's brother, was brought in for our car, and Julian Bailey. Remember Julian Bailey? Yes. He, I think he he raced Lotus Formula One at one stage. He did. Uh, uh, no, Tyrrell, uh, I think, yeah. as well. Tyrrell, I recall, he was a star yes. in Formula 3000. Yes. Had that great yes. helmet with the, I think yep. it was black with a gold chevron design on the top. Oh, yeah, he was yep. the man. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Wallach, again, who was a specialist, specialist at Sebring, he was the main opposition from Porsche. Jaguar was there. Toyota was there. Um, Jaguar struggled a bit from what I remember, but Wallach was the guy that we were, we, we were chasing quite frankly for, for the first 50, 60, 70 laps of the race. And somewhere around, you know, a third of the way through, we got the lead. I don't think we ever, ever gave up the lead after that, even though there was a lot of things going on. But, but, but the funny thing about this race is on Friday, before the race started, myself and Jeff um, wisely challenged our big, muscular, black brother, Hersey Mallory, who was our fueler, one of the best guys you could ever meet. This man, this yeah. man is carved out of granite. I'm just yes. saying it, you yeah. would be smarter to just run headfirst into a brick wall than yeah, challenge yeah. Hersey yeah, to yeah. anything yeah. physical. So we challenge him to an arm wrestle, myself and Jeff. <laughs> myself and Jeff both pulled the muscles in our arms right down by the elbow. And the only thing we couldn't do is move the gear lever from the left to the right side. So we couldn't go across the gate. We couldn't tell Don Devendorf. And so we the went boss to of the team. Doctor. Yes. So yes. naturally, Derek, Friday, the day before a 12 hour race, <laughs> you yeah. want to compromise one of exactly. the two things you need to do your job. Don Devendorf. Oh, just notice a man full of humor and mirth. He takes yeah. nothing seriously. Kidding aside, you could not have 
tried to piss someone off more. How do you broach this? Do you even tell them? No. Uh, what? Absolutely not. So we bring with us a kinesiologist. He is this uh, Dr. Bob, he was called. He's a brilliant man who can literally isolate the damaged muscle and do specific exercises and supplements that will help that particular muscle group. And he would work with us right up at the time we got in the car. Away we would go towards the end of the stint. The arm's getting weak again. We come in, jump out, has everything. Oh, it's fine. Jeff has been massaged. When he gets in, he goes, feels the same way with me with a limp right arm. When he gets out, how's it going, Jeff? Oh, it's good. And, of course, we limped our way all the way through with Dr. Bob literally working on our right arm every minute we were out of the car. And Don Devendorf, our boss, our Cass Kasner, never knew what we did with her. They never, he never picked up, like, why do they keep getting this one specific, and they're both getting the same joint worked on? That's crazy. And so towards the end of the race, so we're in control in the last hour of the race, just cruise uh, home, right? Just cruise home. You got a lap yeah. lead at least over your teammate. They're not going to push it too hard. The Yost guys right. are a lap or two behind. Stroke right. at home. Yeah, and I'm finding downshifting, coming across the gate, down to second gear. I'm just having more and more and more of an issue trying to get it in gear. And I don't know how long it was, 30 minutes to go, whatever it was. I missed the shift on the way down, lock the rear brake, spin the leading car, go off backwards across the grass. Where was this? What part of the track? This was the, the not fast turn one, the next left-hander. Oh. What's that called? Well, well two, I think it's turn three. Today, yeah, the, turn three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so I didn't hit anything for a couple of seconds and then whoosh. The rear wing went up against the, the guardrail. So I put it in gear, drive off, get on the radio. I've broken the rear wing. I've broken the rear wing. Pit stop, pit stop. So I drive around. They descend upon the car. There wasn't much damage, but the rear bodywork had to be had to be changed. I was supposed to finish the race, but they realized Jeff needed to rescue me at that stage. So I happily turned over to him. Um, he said there was nothing wrong with the gearbox. It was just me, the driver, who couldn't drive it. <laughs> the gearbox he, operator was failing. <laughs> and Jeff, who arguably one of the best sports car drivers I've ever seen, takes it home to the second win. And, um, you know, we're on the podium again. I mean, after 12 hours of a place called Sebring, bumpy, hot, sweaty, dirty, I mean, it's it's a bit of a kick to win that thing twice in a row. I mean, it genuinely is a, a true feeling of accomplishment, particularly when you see the, the level of competition back in those days in the GTP era. So we've got about a minute 45 or so left. There's also one of my favorite things to come from this race. I think it was this race. Might have been the year before. I could be wrong. It was a photo of a, of a, a baby boy sitting in the cockpit of your Nissan yeah. holding the steering wheel. Tell <laughs> yeah. us about this. Connor Daly, first racing car he ever sat in was as a baby. I, I believe it was 91. I believe it was. Um, um, and that gave him his first taste of fuel and fumes. Um, unfortunately, that became his disease for the rest of his life. Um, and he's gone back. He's actually raced sports cars a little bit um, um, with uh, LMPC. Is yep. that what that class? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, so that was interesting. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was very much a family uh, concern. But believe it or not, very quickly, winning in 1990, having struggled after my accident in 84 to get back, winning, believe it or not, Marshall, in 1990 was the beginning of the end for me. Because having gone back on the podium, the buzz wasn't the same. Mm. And I just knew I'm going to do one or two more years, then I'm done. I'm, I'm going into television broadcasting. You think about this, Derek, just in terms of achievement, as we're down to about 30 seconds left, this is not a bad way to sign off. I mean, there are some who wave to the crowd after finishing 17th, and yeah. that's their swan song. So of the ways to yeah. do things, I love yeah. the fact that there was a bit of a pivot point, too, with that boy of yours sitting in the yeah. cockpit, and look at what has happened for him. My brother, first and second episodes, nine minutes of nonsense. Thanks to you, Cooper Tires and the Justice Brothers here on the Marshall Pruitt Podcast.